Hey, yeah, I'm talking to you. Thanks for joining me on the rundown with Ramon with Black Enterprise. And we try to do one of two things. And we've been doing it, Chris, a few shows now. And so I hope we do it well. We try to make your life better or make your business better. But I'm so glad you're with me today on the rundown with Ramon. Where we're going to talk to Chris Cheatham West. And we're going to talk about digital marketing, finding your customers. You know what? And probably a lot more. This young man has been around the block a few times and knows a thing or two about life and business. That's what we're going to talk about today on the rundown with Ramon again. My name is Ramon Ray. Started five small businesses, sold three companies, like to work on a variety of projects and a lot of cool things. You can get to know me better at RamonRay.com. But again, sit back and relax, but don't relax too much as we share with you on the rundown with Ramon. Chris, thanks for joining, man. What's going on in your world? How are you? Oh, yeah. Thanks for having me. You know, so just trying to stay busy. So excited to be here. So thanks for reaching out. So welcome. Always, uh, always a fan of your work. And I try to stay busy too. Thank you. I wake up in the morning like, I ain't got nothing to do today. Let me, maybe I'll just dig a few ditches or something, you know, just because I'm bored yeah. now. <laughs> Never that. <laughs> but good to see you, Chris. Chris, why don't you uh, spend a minute and tell us a bit who you are, what you do. Feel free, if you don't mind, repeat your full name, give us your website, but tell us a bit for those who have no clue who Chris okay. is. Tell us who you are, Chris. Okay, great. Full name, Chris Cheatham West. And my name um, website is chrisinwest.com. So, yeah, so... I've been a professional speaker and author for a while now. So I started off way back when I had, a, had my first job at Google as a marketing specialist. And we would go around the country and just educate small business owners on how to use Google Analytics, Google Maps, all that stuff. <laughs> so eventually I was like, you know what? I actually like this presenting thing. I like to go out and present. I just like to see people's faces when they find out a strategy that they can use and they can grow. So ever since then, you know, I was deciding, you know, let me start my own business. And I have a business called LR Training Solutions. We do corporate training on Google Analytics, management remotely, uh, digital marketing. So we do a lot of different things as far as like corporate training. And I'm a professional speaker and I wrote uh, two books, Digital Marketing for Results and then Leading in a Virtual World. And so, yeah, so excited. I love it. I think one or two of those, uh, Chris, you've had some pretty big props for those or whatever. You know, I follow you. So is that right? Some, some, either one or two or something people have been putting into some systems and it's been going pretty well by God's grace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the first one is like a event company picked it up and so they share it to all their seminars. That's so right. it's a pretty pretty interesting process. Love it, I love it. I remember like, I like how you said that, Chris, because I, in this, you and I, you know, in a similar field as far as on stage and making an impact when people's eyes are opened. You know, I'm sure I'm making it up about Google Analytics, but like I can remember, I'm imagining, how do I see what my website's coming from? How do I see what's happening? And, and Chris is like, there's this tool <laughs> called Analytics Watch. And they're like, oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, so exactly. my businesses are the smallest of small businesses. I'm teasing when I say this, people, but kind of like hashtags. Watch this. Search oh, on man. Instagram. Wow, Ramon, that's kind of old school by now. But, you know, I'm with the basics of small business and that light bulb goes off. Like, Yeah, you can still get those questions, too. Yeah, you can still get, still get those questions. You know, yep. Email marketing. I'm like, I do something exactly. called a campaign. Wait a minute, Ramon, a campaign? What's that? <laughs> ah, let me show you. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yep. Yeah. And it's, so, it's so simple. You know, This it's a small tip and it's like, wow, major. It is, it is. I'm curious, Chris, what are the things, Chris, that you talk to your big, big billion dollar clients about that you find, Chris, are applicable to small businesses? I find it's very ironic. Sometimes I was doing a presentation today. Oh, systems and processes. I'm preparing a slide. And I said to myself, when I say systems and processes, I know people's eyes are going to glaze over, but I need to convince them that even for a solo business, 
your systems and processes are important. That's me. But Chris, as a marketer, other things you do, what are some things you're like, you know what, billion dollar company or two girls and a cat in the garage, you need this. Talk to us about that, Chris. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, it's interesting. Once I started like presenting to these like the larger billion dollar companies, I was shocked because some of the same things that small business struggle with, these larger organizations struggle with as well. So for example, let's say, for instance, you start a business in you read a blog and they say, hey, you need to sign up for Microsoft 365. You need to sign up for uh, Google Analytics. You need to sign up for all these tools. And so these same billion-dollar companies are doing that same thing. They might sign up for Microsoft, Google suite of apps. And then guess what? They don't really utilize it to its full capacity. <laughs> you know, so, so maybe they say, you know what? Let me use Microsoft Teams and I'm only going to use it for the chat. In reality, there's so many different other aspects of that tool. So that's the same concept when it comes to small businesses. If you're a small business, yeah, it's good to sign up for all these tools, but I would encourage you to figure out how can you learn everything that is, there is about that tool so we can really utilize it for your business. So, I mean, when, when it comes to small business, you have like analytics, right? So everybody knows that, hey, you need to know what traffic's coming to your site. You need to know that. That's the basics. But what if you take it a step further and find out, all right, what pages are they leaving on? Or how much time they're spending on their site? Or what's making them leave? So all the tools that these small businesses are getting right now, there's so many different levels to it. I mean, you know this as far as like email marketing as well. There's more to it just than just the open rate. You have to figure out what other data is there and also how can you make the decision to move forward to improve your business? Not just looking at what's going on, not just looking at the data, but how can you actually grow? And I think that's when uh, small business can handle, you know, like whatever tools you have out there, how can you grow in that tool? Maybe you have a team member or assistant that can really learn more about it to make everything more productive. I love it. Chris, I'm going to play a game with you, Chris, that I never played before. This is the first time, Chris, that I played it on the rundown with Ramon. In fact, Chris, I never played it in my whole life. I'm getting my pen and paper <laughs> ready. You're at a disadvantage because you don't know the rules and you have no clue what I'm going to do, Chris. Okay. <laughs> but we're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so Chris, first, uh, give me um guy or girl. Guy or girl. Uh I'm gonna say I'm gonna say guy. Guy. Okay, I'm gonna give the next answer. Uh Jeremy. Um bagel, cars. Yeah, bagel or cars? Oh, I'm gonna say car. I'm gonna say car. Cars. <laughs> <laughs> what happens to fun here? Uh, uh New York City or Miami. Ah, uh, Miami for sure. <laughs> All right, Chris. Here's a here's a scenario. There's a guy named Jeremy who has a car shop in Miami. <laughs> mm -hmm. And we're going to help him right now, Chris, in his business. So let's talk, Chris. You're the marketer. You've done this zillions of times for others. As you think back at the average, and I know people, there's no average small business. But let's kind of, what we just went into, let's talk about maybe some of those marketing stacks or things you would say. Let's talk to two. And I probably need notes to keep in memory what I'm saying. I Sometimes, Chris, we, you and I have never interviewed before. I asked like 47,000 questions in one. It's day. okay. Good. Thank you. <laughs> what I'm trying to get at, let's talk to Jeremy, the guy who has a car shop in Miami, who's just starting. He ain't got nothing. So let's talk to that beginning, Chris. And then let's talk, maybe it's the same thing, but let's pretend the guy has been in business 10, 20 years. You get the game I'm trying to play. Here. Okay, so, got it. Okay, get Just it, get starting it. out, he ain't got nothing. He's like, Chris, I just signed my lease. I'm, I'm going to open next week. What is Chris going to tell him? And I'm going to write some notes. You know, Okay, so sure, sure. Okay. Yeah. So, if he, so he's just starting out just starting. in Miami. So that's a, that's, a great, that's a great question. I would say, of course, congrats on opening the business. I know that's a tough thing, you know, <laughs> small business ownership. 
So I would say first things first is think about who is your audience? Who mm. is the audience? Who's he trying to reach? You know, is it all of Miami? Is it uh, South Beach? You know, is it a, a, an, another area that people are aware of? Is it downtown Miami? So that's what I'll say, you know, okay, what area do you want to serve? That's the first thing. Two, I would say, do you have a website? And I would say, okay, if you needed a website, one thing you want to do is get the website and think of that target my audience in mind. So we know that you probably want, let's just say you want a car dealership on South Beach, you know, so we know that. Let's say, for instance, you're looking for people that are, I don't know, 25 to 45, 25 to, yeah, this is just 25 to 45. Cool. All right. So you got this website. And now, guess what? You want to talk specifically to these people. So you want to talk specifically to people that live in that area. And what does that look like? That looks like a picture in Miami that put by South Beach. That looks like a picture of people having fun. That looks like a picture of people in their car that you're selling as well. And so that's what that looks like. And not only that, but of course, people would need to read content, right? They want to read about the business. So that's when you create paragraphs, you create topics about that specific customer and you want to speak directly to them. Maybe you want to talk about, hey, enjoy this ride in South, South Beef while you enjoy your friends and family and other topics as well. And so I mentioned that because guess what? People are going to be searching for cars in Florida, right? But they're not just going to type in Florida cars. What are they going to type in? They're going to type in cars in South Beach. Yeah, car dealerships yes. in South Beach. Yeah, so they're going to car, car dealerships in South Beach. So you want to have your content centered around that specific target. So when people land on it, not only are they going to land on it because they search that term, but also they're going to land on it like, hey, this person's talking specifically to me. This is like, this is who I want to talk to. You know, th these people aren't located somewhere in San Antonio, Texas, and they have a branch out here, but this person started out. And then guess what? Another thing you could do is, of course, Remy, you know this, mm -hmm. tell the story. How did you start? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. what is the story behind that brand that just got started? Because guess what? These days, people want to connect with other people. They want to connect on a personal level. Like, who is this person that has this business? And what, what is their story? Why they started? You know, that's going to have that on an emotional, that's going to have that emotional connection. Because it's interesting because when I, I was, we were looking, my wife and I were looking for houses and mm -hmm. Many times we would go there to the, the person that's the realtor or the person that's mm -hmm. selling, and they'll tell us exactly, they'll use the word home. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't use the word house. I was like, why are they not using the word house? You know, it's like, they'll use the word home. I'm like, I, on the way home, we're like, that's why they use the word home because it connects on a personal level. It's like home, what do you want in your new home? And not only that, they'll tell us a story about what they did and how they experienced when they found their first home. So they so had you like, crying, like they were like, Chris, when we got our first home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Chris, you and your wife in the car crying like we gotta buy. <laughs> yep, yep. Finally, right? Yep. So that's yeah, that that's 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 think, think about what the target Love and it. speak directly to them, have that story. And for those searches, when people search, you wanna know that okay, people are typing in South Beach, uh Miami car dealership. And so not only that, I'll find out exactly what people are searching. Are people that are searching Miami? A car dealership or they're searching South Beach downtown, you know, dealership, what exactly are they typing in? And then you know exactly where to go with that. I love That's, that. Chris. The first things. No, I love that, Chris. Let's push back into this um, story. Maybe people don't care about why I started it. I mean, they just want a darn car, Chris. They just want to pay the car, get financing, 
go and come. Does it really matter that I tell them, you know, listen, I'm 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 from New Jersey, and me and my wife, there was a we had a, a flood in our house, and so we moved to Miami, and therefore we got an SBA loan. We started our business. We've been here for seven years, and we're happy to be here. There's a picture of my baby and my wife, and and, and come on by. Do I have to do that, Chris? But people just want to buy a car. You got to do it. Yeah, you should do it. <laughs> You're missing out. You don't have to do it, but guess what? You're missing out. Mm. You're missing out on that connection. And then guess what? A competitor is going to do that same thing. And guess what? They might close that deal because they made that connection with the customer. Story is important. Yes. Story is important for the connection. I love it. And then you talked about also the, um, also who is the audience? Why is that important, Chris? What if, I mean, why can I say we sell cars to Floridians? I mean, I don't want to miss out on the market, Chris. I don't want somebody in the really edge of Florida, wherever Florida is, I don't know, near Georgia, near somewhere down there. What if they miss out? So do I have to be that narrow, Chris, at this stage? I'm just starting off and go to yeah. South Beach. Why can't I say, oh, better yet, Chris, everybody who wants to hey, eat oranges or everybody who likes beaches, why don't I just broaden it, Chris? Tell us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can broaden it, but that's not the way you want to go in early on. You know, it's like if you look at many businesses, mm. they might have all these products and services and serve all these people. But guess what? When they first started, most likely they had that target, you know, and then they mastered that. They got good at that. And then they might have branched out to these other places. And the good thing about that is I get that question about when you're like as far as targeting and your website. Guess what? That's why your website has multiple pages. That's why you have all these pages on your site and you can add pages, but like the main page can have that core audience. So yeah, of course, that's a good question. You want to make sure you're targeting, you have more people, but you still want to have that core base. And it's interesting because I read this, read this article one time, a long time ago, and it really changed my perspective. So let's say for instance, you have a uh, marketing company and let's say for instance, you have, you know, people that have like a storage, storage, storage businesses. So all these storage businesses, they need help with marketing, right? They need yes. help. Are they going to go with the marketing company that specializes in storage units, storage marketing, or are they going to go with the general, you know, you know, business? I was like, oh, that's true. They're going to probably going to go with the people that work with us and they know, they know our problems, they know our challenges, and they're know, they know that what we need to do. They know exactly. So, and that's what, that you, that's what you always want to think about is like, you're always going to lose out to people that are specialized in that audience. Mm. I love that, Chris. I'm going to ask you a political question, Chris. I don't really like to talk, bring politics into it, Chris, but I'm going to go there, Chris. I'm, sure. Oh, Chris, I'm going to go there. Listen, man, the youngins are saying it's all about TikTok and everything, Chris. So do I have <laughs> to have a website, Chris? I mean, we got <laughs> IG, Facebook, Pinterest. I don't want to get you in trouble with your church or your lady or people around you. So I don't like to talk politics that much, but Chris, I'm going to go there. Do oh, I have man. to have a website? Because everybody's saying it's just scrolling, doing TikTok videos, and I'll get a ton of money. Chris, <laughs> isn't that a bit old school? Do I have to have a website, Chris? Well, <laughs> what, what about the person that doesn't have a TikTok? What about the person that only uses Google right now? But everybody that's, the, has that's what you want to think about, too. Everybody that's what has TikTok, don't they? Everybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so that, that's what you think about. It's like, do people only on TikTok? Some people, they still only go to the Go Google and they only want to see your website. And guess what? That's great and all to TikTok, get on there, you know, have, have a great time. But guess what? You still want to have a place where everything is there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, you all, all your stories, all your products and service in one place. So guess what? If I'm, if I'm in a library and I lift my phone in the car and you tell me about your business, you say it's on TikTok. It's like, okay, that's great, but I don't have my phone. <laughs> that's yeah. great. 
I don't. And you know, I was teasing you, but Chris, Chris passed the political question. Everybody (laughs) passed it. Yeah. But um, but Chris, you're right because I think that again, I don't have any um, whatever the fancy people call empirical or scientific whatever research on this. But I like to know what you think, Chris. I find at least in my household, yeah, as you know, Chris, me and you are digital people. We're online. Probably got ten million, ten different phones and all that. This is our world. But when I do serious research, like we just got a car. We had to pull the desktop screen up. Yeah, I'll go by and do some clicks. Look at my phone. I'm walking through the airport as you and I do quite a bit. You know, we doing it. But I'm sitting with my lady. We pulled the screen up, two screens. And we're like, it's a big purchase. If I'm dropping 10, 20, 30, whatever it is on something. So that's more anecdotal. But mm-hmm. I think a good website, I'm with you, Chris. I just wanted to see you. Yeah, that, Everybody yeah. should have a good website, but mobile friendly and have the apps. We have the social, but website, I don't. I do not think is old fashioned. That's my two cents on that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, like, just like your website, right? Your website, I went to it. Bam. Thank you. <laughs> what he's doing, he's speaking. You know, it's like it's, it has a him, his suit, his brand, speaking. I know exactly what he does. I know right when I land. And same Absolutely. thing for your business too. Absolutely. And to that point though, Chris, let us touch on social a bit. I do think it is important not that we'd ignore it. I mean, social, I, I happen to be in, Chris, like I'm a marketer. I do this. Not, not for people, you know, different sides, but but I'm a marketer. I get it. It can be overwhelming, Chris, and it'd be too much to ask you to give a two minute, you know, uh, social media one-on-one. But what are you finding? Drop some science on us. What are you telling the bigger clients that we can learn as far as social media? Clearly it's important, as Gary Vee would say, to get attention and trust. I think that's important. Anything yeah. you're learning, anything you're saying, Ramon, don't do this or Here's a few things to consider doing. What are you finding, Chris? Yeah, I would, I would say consider it's a tried and true advice as far as making sure that your audience is on that platform. So just like I said, it can be overwhelming. So that's why it comes down to that audience. Like, who's your audience? And then it's like, is the audience really on this platform? You know, so it's like if you're if you're if it's a professional audience, maybe LinkedIn might be the platform, Instagram, and then not only that, but making sure that your audience is there, but also making sure that you're still targeting your audience while you're on there. And that means the words that you use, you know? So, so, so for example, if you're targeting a uh, like corporate audience, use the words that they use, you know, use the type of terminology that they use so they can connect and they can say, you know what, this business is for me, this person, they know what they know, what my challenge is. They know what I'm struggling with. I want to work with this people, this person. And so just in general, you're, you're, you still want to build that trust. You still want to have a, like a variety of content, such as like, not just selling all the time, but educating, selling, educating, uh, showing who you are, your story, and then also just showing them exactly how can you help those people. So, and then at the end of the day, consistency as well, you know, so, so pretty much try to true advice as far as like, what we've been hearing for past years is like, consistently and then making sure you're connecting with that, that audience. I love it. I love it. Everybody, this is Rundown with Ramon. I'm Ramon Ray. You can get to know me better at RamonRay.com. I hear my friend, Chris Cheatham West. Chris, one more time, tell us how to find you and feel free to talk to us a bit about what you do, who you serve as we take a slow, short break here. I feel like I'm, you know, I'm on, you know, Oprah Winfrey show, but I'm on the Ramon <laughs> Ray show. But Chris, yes, yeah. ChrisInWest.com. Yep. Uh, Instagram is uh, at ChrisInWest, LinkedIn, Chris and Cheatham West as well. So yeah, again, so I provide corporate training services, uh, author and speaker, and we provide topics such as in Google analytics, management, management, and also uh, social media. I love it. And Chris is one of the best of the best. I think he was just rated the three and a half top digital marketers in the world. I think if you don't include Mars, I think he got up to two. (laughs) I read some of the stats, but he's pretty big. He's up there. There we go. There we go. 
Chris, I love that. Anything you have for us, Chris, talking about those who've been in business for a while. And I find that, Chris, I think you were talking before we recorded, a lot of these things are very um, similar. You know, what you're talking to the big business, small business, there's some overlap. But I'm curious, talking to the business owner who's been there for about 10 years, five years, talking to who? Uh, a guy named Jeremy who's selling cars in Miami. Chris, he's doing pretty good. His business is humming along pretty well, but he's coming to Chris. He just flew you down to Miami, Chris, in his corporate jet. He paid your full fee. What is it now? 50, 75 for the day, something like that, Chris. What are you telling him, Chris? He gave you a whiteboard and said, Chris, I'm bringing my team in here. I got one or two marketers even on staff. Mm -hmm. What do I need to know, Chris, or do better that you may want to share with us? Talk to us. Oh, yeah. So that's when, once you're at that level, that's when you want to think about what areas um, I struggling with mm -hmm. and what areas... Are, are my competitors struggling with? So for example, the good thing we talked about like social, we talked about like a uh, digital, but one thing I've noticed that many businesses on that size can do is find out what area that their competitors is, are struggling with and what they're not doing. Then you could take advantage of that. Let's say for instance, uh, your competitors are all on social media. They're killing it on social media, but guess what? They're struggling when it comes to online advertising. They're struggling when it comes to search optimization. That's when you come in and take advantage of the market share. So I would say, hey, you know what? You're doing good on social media, but guess what? Your competitor is doing good on social media. You're doing good when it comes to Twitter. You're doing good when it comes to LinkedIn. Now let's look at, wow, none of your competitors are really killing it when it comes to search optimization. They're not killing it when it comes to the online ads. Let's move your team. Let's make sure your team is spending some budget on there, spending some time and really becoming a leader in that area. And, you know, it's like these strategies I've used back when I had an internship, I was doing um, SEO for a church and we were able to get on number one, the first page over mega churches because of that. You know, like all the mega churches nice. were just focusing on out in-person outreach, which is great, you know, but yeah, nobody was looking at the online searching and all that other stuff as well. So I would I'm say- curious, do you remember the keyword or theme that you were started with? You remember where you were going, exact words or relatively overall, anything that you remember on that? As far as, oh yeah, it was like San Antonio Church, yeah. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, it was literally like, yeah, I remember that, yeah. So it was, I was like, wow, over all these bigger churches, so right. same thing now. I like that, Chris. It seems to me the, the, the advice I'm hearing is that, again, I'm sure you could go much longer into it, but as you're starting out, it seems like there's a lot of brass tacks pillar thing that you have to do that everybody's doing. These are just, we're all doing it. But it seems like once you reach a certain level, Chris, and maybe even things you're telling your clients or other marketers, after you reach a certain level, you, you've been there, done that. You, you, you got that going well. Now it's fine tuning. It's, oh, here's a here's a pocket, there's a hole, and we can get one or 2%, 3% better our margins or something. Is that a fair... Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Here. Yeah, that's fair. And, the, you know, and the challenge is like so many small businesses, they're struggling to get to that level that we're talking about right now. Though. Yes. You know, so yeah, so, so, you know, you know, you know the deal. So yeah. So I'll say once you do get to the, get to that, that's when it's time, time to fine tune and really figure out how can you, you grow and like uh, get more of the market share in your, in your, your area, maybe your, your local, your state, regional or national as well. I like that, Chris. It reminds me even of our, you know, again, we do slightly different things, but even as speakers, right? I think at certain level, by God's grace, and I, I do mean that, you get to it at a certain level, I can always learn, Chris, always. But I must say that some, some maybe the brass tacks or basic things that our fellow peers who just started a bit nervous, no, I'm not nervous anymore. I, I know how to hold a mic. I, you know, I got all that. But, but there's some things, oh, okay, let's say, Chris, he excels in this. Maybe maybe that's not me. I can ride this if, that, if I'm hearing, you know, and I think we all, yeah. I bet even athletes, we all know how to catch the ball now. We got uh -huh, that. Exactly. But here's where I can fine tune my training in these areas, if that makes sense. 
Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I agree. There's always room to grow, and there's always new technology, always new platforms, always new channels to take advantage of, always new opportunities to like really go after and grow. So nice. I definitely agree with that. Now, nah, for sure, there are Chris. I really, really love this very much. I find that also, Chris, talk about when it comes to hiring somebody to help you in your business. Um, this is a struggle I know that many smaller businesses. The number of tools that I use, um, uh, Agora Pulse, and I think TweetDeck may still be around, and a number of other Sprout Social other tools that you can help to scale you a bit. But I think the jury's out. Maybe another political question. Some people are saying as you grow, you should probably do it uh, natively. That's a, that's a whispering I'm hearing that you should really push it directly. But I think those tools help you do it. What I'm trying to get at Chris can you talk a little bit about when it's time to hire and again not like a 20,000 a month engagement but I think a fair number I think is between a thousand or three as you're starting is that sound is that you're naughty good so or uh, let's talk about that number first is that a fair or would you say more? yeah yeah I'll say that's fair okay. you know it's like I think you got to think about where do you want your business to go mm. you know so do you, do you want do you want a larger business you want a smaller business or do you want the business just to be you? You know, if I, you know, you, me and I, we've met people, yep. you know, like they have, they may have a high revenue business and yes. they're just doing it by themselves because that's how they specifically want it, right? right. They don't want to have to manage people. But I would say, if you wanted to go that route, I would say, figure out what are you doing that can be repeated by somebody else? That's kind of taking up so much of your time that you can focus on the big picture items. Yeah. So for me, like I have about a team of like seven people right now. And the first thing I thought of, what are the random stuff that I'm doing that I've been doing for the past year or so that if I give to somebody else, I can focus on the most important, which is the revenue generating activities, right? So what is going to make revenue generation, money? revenue generation. Yes. Yeah. What's, what's going to make me money and what's going to make uh, the company money and how can, because, uh, you know, as the owner, you only have so much time. And so do you want to spend all your time? like doing the paperwork, you know, say all your time shipping products when you can just hire somebody else. So that that's, that's the first thing I'll say too. And the second thing is like, as far as you're trying to find somebody, find somebody that uh, it's, can, you can train them and then they can easily connect. They easily understand your business or maybe they don't understand your business, but you can train them on how to understand your business. And then they have good communication skills as well. Yeah, so I think that's very powerful. And Chris, any thought on uh, agency versus solo? And maybe this is too minu minutia of a question, but just curious. I know for me, I've done both. And <laughs> pardon me, I'm to the point where I think I'm going agency route for some of the things I'm doing. I I'm not a big company. You know, I'm, I'm still below 5 million in revenue, you know, which I know is broad, but I'm not a huge business, but I found that the solo business owner for some things is working well, but for my social media, sometimes that integration of editor, copywriter, person, project manager, person to kind of, I don't have to think like people don't have to ask me questions. Like there's somebody looking about it. I think that's where an agency may come in, but what are your thoughts if, as you're advising? Yeah, yeah. Smaller I mean, I, yeah, I think, I think it depends. I mean, AC, you, you might pay a little bit more, but it's like the good thing about having like the person is like, you could talk directly to them. You can, you can like kind of train them, you can work with them and maybe they're giving more, more at the time. But I feel like if it's like a larger project, that's when the agency can kind of have those resources. They may, they may, they might have those connections that you need in order to like grow, grow your business or grow into a certain area, maybe like an ad agency, they already have the connections versus, okay, just hiring an ad person. So I think that's what it comes down to like the, those needs. Yeah. I think it's good to, it's always good to try out what you want and then when it comes to hiring, you're not going to hire the best person the first time, you know, as you know, this too, is like, you're going to have to go through, you know, you're going to go through people. You're going to try to figure out what, what, what you need, what you want. You know, it's like, uh, like what, what somebody's good at and it might not be the, for the best fit the first time. So just keep trying out different types of people, different types of tasks, 
And then get comfortable with delegating, get comfortable with just saying, Hey, I'm going to let it go. So I can focus on the bigger task, which is going to grow the business. And that's the hard part off time. It's like, we want to have, have our hand in everything. You know what I'm saying? Like even me, like sometimes I'm like, you know what, let me just let somebody do it and trust that they can do it. And then see how it turns out where I can focus on the most important task at hand. Yes. No, that's so important. I think, and, and again, this goes back to business fundamentals way beyond marketing. I think that delegation, I'm looking at my notes, you're hiring. Yeah. Uh, you're hiring the right person. It's, it's hard, but I think if you let go, I find that delegation works in two areas, Chris. I find that um, is the uh, one is time. So whether, whether me and Chris can do it the same, but I can give it to him because it's more time and our expertise. I've spent like 47,000 hours on WordPress backend trying to find out how to change the A to an E. I can't find it. When <laughs> yeah. I hire my boy or, you know, Chris was doing it, whatever, exactly. like done. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Done in five minutes. Why are you doing something else? Yeah. 50, 75, 150 an hour, which are not unusual rates for people I work with at a high level, but it's well worth it. It's done. By the time my email's done. So done deal. And you're working on something, something more important. Yes, absolutely, Chris. No, I really appreciate it. Chris, one more time, if you don't mind, Chris, give us your website. And the reason I do this, Chris, and to the audience listening, for those who listen to the whole thing, I appreciate it. But you know, people have short attention spans. Some people <laughs> could have cooked away. And I give my thanks to the to the experts who are on here. I hope you work with Chris. I hope you look his website up exactly. and see maybe, and even more importantly, sometimes refer. Maybe you can't use Chris, but maybe you can say, hey, I know somebody could refer him. So I'm just telling everybody, first time I did it like this, that's why. And as you're doing interviews, maybe it's a tip for you. If you have if you're interviewing me or you're interviewing Chris, sometimes that repetition is nice. But Chris, one more time, give us your website. Yeah. If you don't mind. Yeah, sure. ChrisInWest.com. ChrisInWest.com. Also on Instagram at ChrisInWest. LinkedIn, Chris Cheatham West. And also provide training service on digital marketing, Google Analytics, managing teams remotely. And so I'm here to help. My team is here to help. And we look forward to working with you. Absolutely. So it means if you're in a company and that company is like busted, like you don't know what to do. <laughs> oh, you know what? There's this guy named Chris that was on the rundown with Ramon. Could we please have him come to our corporation? You know, you don't even need to use the private jet. Chris will probably come first class, maybe even premium economy. But Chris, one more thing I want to touch on, if you don't mind, since you've had experience at Google, let's just touch on some Google tools. And again, I know that's a broad word. Google, mm -hmm. uh, what it was 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago, and yesterday is a whole different company. But can you talk about that, Chris? What are some things that you learned? from having been there or even now what you talk about drop something on us about using google beyond just a oh yeah yeah sure it's like there's so many free tools out there and that's the one thing that we wanted to go over as far as like when i was there just like going out in the country for like get, get american small business online is that there's so many low-cost tools out there for small businesses so for example like i mentioned earlier is like google analytics it's a free tool that can tell you exactly where your people are coming from, what they're doing on your site, uh, what, why they're leaving, where they came from. Uh, you can even see if they're scrolling down or clicking onto another site. I mean, well, I've, I've done three-day presentations only on Google Analytics. <laughs> That's how much is in that tool. Yeah, it's crazy, right? And then so like, and then you have like tools like Google Trends. Like each time I wrote a book, I told myself, you know what? I can either think of a title and I can just throw it out there or... I can find out what are people typing in? What's the trending words that people are using? So each of my books, I make sure to go to Google Trends and it lets me know like, hey, digital marketing is trending more than online marketing. So guess what? I want digital marketing in my title of the book. <laughs> so, so same thing for same thing your business. Like if you're trying to think of a topic for your product or you're trying to think of a product name or you're trying to figure out, okay, just in general, what should I be marketing right now on my e-commerce site? Guess what? Go to Google Trends. It'll tell you exactly what's trending at the moment versus other keywords that you can take, take a look at.
And Chris, I love that. It's, it's trending words the same, similar as keywords of a website. SEO is in the same, maybe different side of the coin, but similar or totally different. Is that? No, yeah, yes. Like, yeah, pretty same, pretty much same. Yeah. Got it. No, and that yeah. is powerful, Chris. I must say that, as, as you may know, I'm building, I'm working on, I can't remember everything I'm doing, Chris. I'm doing so much some days. <laughs> you're you're staying busy. And that's good. <laughs> but zoneofgenius.com, one of my newest uh, companies that I'm building projects, zoneofgenius.com and uh, BWC daily, bwcdaily.com, all about personal development. Point being, Chris, my first businesses, they did grow. And as you may know, I sold, you know, several of the three of them, but I did that kind of, people say, a smile and brute force, like, you know, 100 word blog posts and me just yeah. guessing what my audience wants. Cause I, I'm a pretty good marketer, copywriting. I, you know, I've been around a block, but now my team, I'm like, okay, let's see what the data says. So mm -hmm. we're using tools like SEM Rush or Google Trends and Google, and, and I'm, it's a slower game. But before, as I would do news hijacking, you know, oh, this happened on Twitter, or whatever. Now we're like, what do people want? So, mm. but it's a balance. So just to affirm what you said, Chris, uh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, news jacking, all that, you know, like be, being a part of the trend, that's how, what people are talking about right now. And it's interesting because like, you know what? I went to a conference and they were talking about how Google right now, they give more uh, credit to the new pages that say the word news on it that are like, yeah, weekly news or just in news use those words right there and then google's going to give you favor because oh you know this is news let me make sure to push that higher on the searches versus just a regular blog or article yes yes no absolutely chris anything else you wanted to share i'm sure you and i could jive man for the next 47 days <laughs> but it would be our, our our wives and our family like you know what that's a problem dude but anything else yeah, you yeah. wanted to share chris it's just been great having you here you're you're a wealth of of knowledge and a breath of fresh air and i hope do people do go to your website and follow you but anything else that i didn't ask that you oh yeah i would just say make sure you whatever you're trying to do out there get started and stay consistent you know if you're starting out if you're just starting a small business it takes a while you know but you got to keep pushing keep pushing and get to the next level that you're trying to get to and it's all worth it at the end absolutely chris listen great to have you with us again i'm ramon ray on the rundown with ramon this is chris cheatham west we definitely want you to visit his website check out what he does across all the platforms see how he can help you and your business training and more author and more so dive into all those things he's doing you can get to know me better at ramonray.com and this is the rundown with ramon hosted by black enterprise so definitely hit me up on uh, ig ramon ray smart hustle all the platforms as well how we can do the show better and what you're getting out of it with that Thanks for listening to The Rundown with Ramon.